Ben Moore has been in love with bees for as long as anyone can remember. And as far as we can tell, the feeling is entirely mutual. Although he still sometimes feels the sting of his passion. Hang around, learn a little. It's as sweet as honey and always a buzz. It's the Ultimate Pollinators Podcast with Ben, his friends and associates, and of course, Ben's Bees. Hey everyone, Bees with Ben. Now, awesome, incredible episode coming up this week. Is We've got Jess, who is a honey sommelier, and she's an absolute guru at this. Um, absolute amazing. She's done, travelled around the world and done some courses in, uh, in America and Italy. And if anyone in Australia can talk about the flavour profiles and the smells and completely deconstruct the flavour notes of a honey in Australia, Jess is the person. She's absolutely amazing and I'm so pumped to have her on because the uh, she came into the studio and so this uh, episode's a little bit sort of different. We're actually talking uh, through it and a bit of the old ASMR, if anyone's heard that. I think it's autonomous motory sensory response. I think you get tingles or fall asleep or something so like that. You get hearing us munching on the honey and eating apples as well, which is uh, which is really cool. So, yeah, so Jess was in the studio and talking about sort of a couple of different honeys and the flavours. Absolute amazing. So, um, good episode. You're going to really super enjoy this one. And I'd almost say, you know, listen to this one a couple of times because – and go through it because the way Jess sort of talks about you know how to taste and that process obviously we're hearing it through an audio so uh, as opposed to visually which is you know, a different way of obviously doing it but really really cool so awesome episode um, I hope you like this one because I absolutely loved it and I just want to say thank you so much to Jess for coming into the studio for this episode because it was really I thoroughly enjoyed it and I learned heaps enjoy well, Jess, Jess the, from Honey Merchant, thank you so much for coming to the studio. You're the third person coming up to almost 100 podcasts. You're the third person to ever been in here. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm super excited. Thank I'm you for having me. I'm, this has been a long time coming. It has, and I am yeah. really appreciate you coming. So we're so excited, well, um, especially for the listeners, to hear the Guru Honey Taster. Now, we think of honey as a sweetener but no there it goes so much deeper and further into this so i am super excited to hear all about this and i'm going to walk you through a honey tasting today we're going to have to be very descriptive so you can tell people what you're yes. tasting yes we'll do okay. it we'll do it we'll do a live non-visual honey tasting yeah so which is yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah exactly is it the first time ever on a podcast i think it might be the first time? No, the first time that you ah. there has ever been a live honey tasting on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yes, there you go. That's right. That's so, a, yeah. that's so true. Exactly. Um, now, now a little bit about yourself, Jess. So, your normal job? Marketer by day, <laughs> and honey merchant. Honey, honey, uh, honey sommelier, sommelier by night. That's my superpower. That's yeah. love it. Yeah. Now, honey sommelier. Now, obviously, when we think of the word sommelier, we naturally associate it with wine. Yes. So how so as a honey sommelier, how long has that been around? Is it sort of a new thing ish no, or is it it's it's been around a while. Um and I think obviously wine sommeliers is the 
most well-known type of sommelier. Yes. Um, but there's actually a wide range of different um, sort of uh, sensory analysis experts in different foods and drinks. Okay. And that, the, you know, yes. put it this way, when I did my first foundation class, the girl who sat next to me, she was herself a wine sommelier who okay. wanted to learn to become a honey sommelier. Yes. And she said that her next course, she was going to be a, wa- a water sommelier. No way. I was like, how is that a thing? Wow. <laughs> so not, that was, that's, I think, going a little bit too far. But then a lot of yes. people, um, you know, if you look at people appreciate the flavours and taste of coffee. Yes. Um, they appreciate the flavours. Like, you know, a lot of people go deep into the sensory analysis of beer or gin, okay. or yep. whiskey's a great one. Yes, yep, yep. Wh- whiskey, um, you know, there's a lot of food, like, and I think honey's having its moment mm. as well, I think, um, and, well, I personally am a bit biased, but I think it's more fun and more people can do it. Yes, yep. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a lot of, um, you're taking a picture. Oh, wait, we're taking, we're taking a photo. <laughs> <laughs> as we do this podcast. <laughs> I just, sorry, didn't didn't know what you were doing there. I got a bit thrown. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, there's there's different types of sommeliers all around the world for different things. Okay. Other than wine. Yeah, okay, so interesting. Um, now, you've travelled a lot. So, because there's courses over in the States and Italy. So, tell us about that, Jess. Yeah. Um, so to train as a honey sommelier, you need to the only place who does the certification um, and the formal training today is the is the Italians. Okay. So in 2019, so I founded Honey Merchant in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Um, didn't know what I wanted to do wanted to do with it, but yep. um, I was a, I'm a beekeeper and I wanted to focus on honey. Um, really started to recognise um, that. Australian honey, one, was the best, in, in my opinion, best yes. in the world, and it's awesome. Yep. Um, but two, started to notice that um, people weren't really talking about the different flavours and colours and the different, you know, the different characteristics yes. of, of our honey. Okay. So um, the um, Italians um, sort of only recently um, sort of made their course available in English. Okay. Now I've got family in the US and... Um, one of the teachers from Italy, um, well, she's American, Marina Marchese, who's um, – some people might recognise her as she's, – she's a published author, so she's written The Honey Connoisseur. Okay. Um, Honey for Dummies is okay. her as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. she's also the founder of the American Honey Tasting Society. Okay, okay. So uh, she – um, also has a company called Red Bee. So she's she's got a lot of strings okay. to her bow. She's an incredible woman. Yes, yep. um, and she uh, also runs an English speak, an English language course for honey tasting outside of Italy. Oh, wow. Okay. So 2019, I did my foundation training with yes. her. Um, and it was like a rabbit hole. I was like, once you sort of start to do it, you go, I want to know more. Yeah, I want to okay. know more. I want to know more. Um, because it was just, yeah, it changed my life. It was just amazing. Um, and yeah, so, uh, did that training 2020, I was supposed to go, um, they only do the advanced training in Italy and they only do it twice. Um, oh no, they only do it once every two years. Oh wow. Okay. So 2020, I was, I was going to do it. Yep. Couldn't travel in 2020. We all know why. Yes. yes, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and so this year, um, went back and I've done my advanced, uh, honey tasting, um, training in in Bologna. So fresh skills, fresh back, wanted to tell the tell Australia, get more people um, learning how to taste honey. 
That's awesome, Jess. So you'd be the most qualified honey sommelier in Australia? Um, well, I asked them in Italy. I said, how many people, how many students have you had from Australia okay. who've, who've gone through? Because Raffaele and John Luigi are yes. basically the, the, the main guys who do this. Yes. Um, they said only six people ever had graduated from Australia and I don't know who they are or where they are or what they're doing but oh. they've obviously not wanted to take it further or really done, done anything yeah. okay. other than their own personal use for it. That's yeah. So um yeah so I thought I'll do more and share it. Yes, yeah, love <laughs> it. So you're the guru. Uh, well, yeah, I'm you the are. guru you that, that's the accessible guru. <laughs> now I'm going to put in the show notes um thehoneymerchant.com.au and on the social media uh, handles, Instagram. Honey Merchant. Yeah, Honey Merchant on Instagram. I'm most active there. Okay, at, awesome. Uh, and okay. Um, I've also got Facebook. And Facebook as well. So yeah. I'm going to put it in the show notes so listeners can uh, check out Jess because it's really absolutely cool what you're doing because it's so it's niche but it's awesome because I'm about to learn lots because we've got a whole yes. variety of honeys and things. So, but before we do, just uh, so, so just quickly just talk us through in Italy as far as going on the course, like what – you know, what, what's day one? You know, how many days ago for? Talk us through it. And what's yeah. the process? Um, well, it used to be, I think, a four-day course, yep. uh, nine to five, but they've shrunk it down to three. Okay. But it's um, they haven't made the course shorter. They've squeezed more into it. Okay, so okay. It's sort of we started at eight and we finished about six, 6.30. Oh, wow. okay. Um, so, first of all, what you do in, well, the foundation training. The yes. foundation training is very much... Um, tasting 101 so things like uh when you taste you don't just taste with your tongue you taste with your nose and okay. it's and you mentioned wine before yes. like a lot of um the honey work is very similar to wine in a sense that we use wine glasses you stick your nose in to smell it um the you know you the flavors and the descriptors are very complex um for both it's interesting okay. uh and yeah so the the only difference is you don't spit out honey. You yes, swallow. yes. <laughs> you can you can swallow, and we have um, palate cleansers between um, tastings. Okay. So we use green apple. Okay. Which yeah, and if you're smelling it and you want to reset your nose, you smell your arm. So smell, how interesting! Yeah, how fascinating is that? It's quite fun. It's interesting because I, I was like a few years ago now. I had to do a but it was a honey judge at uh, Red Hill. Cool. And uh, I'll never forget, I got to, towards after about 20 honeys. It's like having wine tasting. is sort of <laughs> just blend into another. So I'm actually looking forward to this really in-depth, um, yeah, tasting. So oh. so now in front of us, we uh, talk, well, talk, talk us through it, Jess. In front of us, we've got three right. wine glasses. So for those of you, which will be everyone because it's a podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you put some photos in. Yes. Um, so when you taste honey, uh, as I mentioned, imagine wine tasting. Um, it's best to use a glass, uh, wine glass. Um, okay. The reason why is it's got that balloon at the top and you can get your nose in and you can ah. catch it. What I do is when I put honey in, um, I just pop a cover over it, which I've just used um, uh, cupcake covers yeah, that I've just folded yeah. over the top. Um, and if you've got a few lined up, just remember to write on the li on the top <laughs> which yes. one it is, because it's very easy when you're picking up those glasses and putting it down to forget which one's which. Okay. Um, unless, well, you can tell we've got different colours here that you know. Uh, it, 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 sometimes it's not so obvious. Yes. Um, so what we have, we have three honeys today. So um, 
being an Australian honey sommelier, I'm going to focus on Australian honeys. Awesome. And um, when I f- did my training, we get trained on a honey called eucalyptus. And I mentioned to you before, I think that really sort of drove me a bit mad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> being Australian. Yeah. And also I was like, but eucalyptus, which eucalyptus? Because eucalyptus on its own is not a variant of anything. Exactly, so many types. Yeah, so, um, so uh, I've, I dug deeper and what I found out is the training is actually um, red gum. They use red gum. As their base. So yeah. eucalyptus based on red gum. Okay. Yeah, but they refer Both to us. eucalyptus honey, but what they really mean to, our, to us is red gum. Okay. Okay. So I brought a red gum along today. Okay, cool. So similar to what you would do in in the overseas training, we've got a red gum. Um, And I've also bought two other eucalypts, a scented ash and an alpine ash. Um, The reason why, just to sort of accentuate the different um, types of flavours that you can pick up, but also um, to also push that um, eucalyptus is so... What, so yeah. broad the flavors, yeah. yeah, totally. And agree. even looking at the colors, um, scented ash and red gum, pretty similar in color, but the alpine ash is a lot richer and a lot darker, darker yeah. um, almost like a mahogany yes. like red coming yes. through. So it's a beautiful honey. Now, now I'm not sure before we jump in if I'm jumping the gun here, but <laughs> I've got two two questions regarding what about crystallized honey when it crystallizes. I love crystallized yes, honey. Yeah. yeah. So when we did our training, yep. we don't get trained on, on just one um, state. Okay. So we get trained on when it's liquid, when it's yep. runny, but we also get trained when it's uh, crystallized. So crystallized honey, well, one, anyone who knows anything about honey knows it's not spoiled. It's actually a positive sign yes. that you've got the good stuff. Uh, and also I do a lot of... Um, pairing with honey because the thing is if we want to really push more people to appreciate and use honey in different ways it's not like wine where you might buy a bottle of wine and go home to your partner and go oh i've got a nice like you know but you don't go home go oh babe i've got a nice orange (laughs) blossom here tonight you know it'd be like oh i bought some cheese and some different honeys for us to, to sit down to so um crystallized honey is really great for pairing particularly with cheese because it makes whether it be a smooth, sticky, creamy cheese that you want to add texture to, okay. or whether you want to play around with some honeycomb, and you know maybe some crumbly, you know, blue cheese yes. or something like that. It's I think crystallization. I actually intentionally let my honey crystallize so I compare it. Compare okay, and and on that note, Jess. So what about the flavor profiles? What changes do we have in the same honey that's runny? Yep. And then say six months later, it's crystallizes. What what changes would we have? As honey ages, um, it loses um, the strength of some of the the characteristics. So it'll be harder to pick up the smell when okay. it starts to crystallize. Okay. Um, they'll, it'll still be there, which is why they test us on both. But it's it's just you've sort of got to try a bit harder because the yes. volatiles don't come up from that liquid yeah, as, okay. as, as it does in the glass, in the glass. when okay. it's runny. Yes, yeah. Um, the other thing is, obviously, when you're assessing the colour, as col- honey crystallises, it goes lighter. lighter yep. So you've got to, it's hard to sort of, when you've got that benchmark of where a certain honey should be in colour-wise, you mm. sort of go, well, you've got to go up a notch or two because yeah. it's now crystallised, it's going to be lighter. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Okay. And, and my other question on the flip side to that was, what about honey that's been heated, like ultra-heated? So, so what, does that change profiles... Flavor profiles? Uh, w- well, we don't use it in any like we we try and keep honey in its as close to yeah, natural okay. state as possible. So, okay. um, 
it, it's interesting because one of the honeys that I throw in as a wild card to test people with when I do tastings yes. is I bought one of those horrible um, ultra processed honeys from like a supermarket <laughs> that's ah, like okay. imported honey. And yeah. when you do tasting with good Australian honey and then you pop in a supermarket honey next to it, people go like, Ugh. What's this? Like, I don't okay. like this one. And it's okay. like, why well, you've been buying it for the last <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> and when I say supermarket honey, obviously um, I don't want to brand all, no, all supermarket. Because no. people like Beechworth and Pure Peninsula. Awesome. Exactly, yes. Um, incredible yeah. um, businesses that really look after bees and beekeepers. Yeah, so exactly, yeah. um, their honey's in there, brilliant. But there's, as we all know, if you um, see a honey there that's $3 for 500 milliliters, yeah. There's something wrong, yes, and yeah. <laughs> you should ex- yeah. you should get you get what you pay for. Yeah, exactly, and that goes with any type of food, doesn't it? Yeah. Really. So, um, awesome. Well, so so talk us through. We've got three wine glasses with the three different types of honey. Yep. Um, so talk us through, Jess. Okay, so what we're going to do? We're going to start um, with red gum. So, if you can get your spoon, please. Okay, spoon. Yep. Yes. And you've got your apple. So if you just follow me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the lid off um, and I'm going to smell it and then you're going to smell it and I want you to tell me, hang on. Yep, it is true, red gum. Okay, so have a smell and tell me what you can smell. Okay, I love this. I love having this little um, cup, as you said, this little muffin. Yeah, it's like it a... Actually, yeah, it keeps, yeah, the, the, smell keeps okay. the smell in. Yeah, well. Yeah, okay. Mm. Okay, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to trick you or anything. <laughs> no, you can trick but me. Yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, just so red gum uh, is the smell should be is traditionally very umami, so it's dried mushrooms and broth cubes. So, so dried mushrooms and broth cubes. Okay, yes. okay. It's I was going to say I have washed this glass, so it might hopefully it doesn't pick up any of the detergent. But <laughs> think now, think yes. dry, now that I now say you, it. Now you said oh, that's so true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the dried mushrooms. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now I was, I'm a chef by trade, <laughs> so when you said that, um, the and obviously I haven't cooked professionally for quite some time, but when you said the broth cubes, yeah, I got that as well. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. It's really fun, isn't it's it? In it? Yeah. So and it, the red gums are honey. If anyone wants to try it at home, um, you can get it anywhere. Yes, um, yeah. Red gum is one of the widest um, available honeys. It's obviously endemic to Australia. Yes. We, any beekeeper who exactly, sells yeah. commercially or even um, a boutique beekeeper, yes, yeah. you can probably find a, a, a beautiful, nice red gum. Yes, yeah. So the, the smell, um, that is very true to a red gum smell. Yeah. And when you, interestingly, when we did eucalyptus overseas, same smell. Same smell, okay. So same plant, overseas, same smell. Same, okay, same, same profiles. So what we're going to do, um, going to get a spoon. Um, I've washed one so i don't double dip because yes, you know we're all in the world of hygiene <laughs> <laughs> you know i've known you a little while ben but you don't want my um <laughs> the, the used <laughs> spoon <laughs> so pop that there so um what we'll also do is you hold it up to the light and okay. you have a look um when you do honey assessment um you'd normally check for crystals bubbles pollen dirt all that sort of stuff but this is um uh, this is a pure peninsula, and I know that John and his team yes. don't sell no, of course. <laughs> honey yeah. with any bits in it exactly. whatsoever. Yeah, so I don't need to do that. Okay, okay so jumping on there, so if your honey's got bits like let's say pollen, crystals, propolis, mm-hmm. is that is that a bad thing? Uh, How would you? It depends on why you're assessing it. If you're assessing oh, okay. it for your own um, 
collection or your own purpose or you're, you know, just selling it at a market. But if, if it's for a competition... Yeah, or lose, lose points. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, okay. And I think that's a really interesting note to make as well. So um, in most countries around the world, Australia included, yeah. the main way that we judge honey is visual. Okay. That makes me sad. Yeah, okay. Um, and again, because in Italy, however, they do judging on... And again, what they've done is they've taken the time um, to pin mar- e- earmark key characteristics of, of certain types of honey. Wow, so they do, ju- for, like we mentioned, um, I've got here one to show you later on after the, we finish this, but an Italian acacia. Okay. So Italian acacia yep. is um, very clear. Clear, yeah. Yep. So visually, yes, you get marked on that, but you also, um, it's got a very true, um, very obvious vanilla notes, marshmallow, um, those flavours and the smell is very delicate as well. If, if they're not present... You won't you won't be marked high. Okay, okay. So you need to be marked for the taste and the flavor as well as the the visual. The but, visual, okay. But not just whether you like it or you don't like it. Um, it's true to the characteristics of that type of honey. Of that, okay. Yep, yeah, yeah. And, and you mentioned before, Jess, that there's um, you sort of touch base on is the benchmark of what say red gum should smell, yeah. taste like. And other flavors. So, so is that so? That's overseas. I think you mentioned in Italy they do that. So, like chestnut has these these yeah. flavors. Do we? So, we don't have that here in Australia, do we? Um, no, we don't. Um, but I'm really keen to sort of start. Uh, so it, it goes around. Uh, obviously, if you're if you're judging visually, it's easy to sort of say mm. it passes or it doesn't pass yeah, because you've yeah. got you're looking at it. Yes. Yeah. Taste is subjective. Yes. Okay. So, and when when I do tastings, I would never use the words. I like or it's good or it's bad or ah, I don't like. Okay. Um, when you do tastings, it has to be... Um, like true to form almost. True, yeah. yeah, true to form. It can't true, okay. be because ta- because otherwise it's well, what I like and what you like may be two very different things. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, the tasting is um, done as a panel and, yeah, they... They sort of make sure that there's a consensus amongst the group okay, versus yep. one or two people going, "This is what this is, uh, this honey will win because this." It's like, uh-uh. no, okay, as you yeah. said, that's interesting. Um, and uh, now, once again, before we sort of really kick off here, I've got to ask the <laughs> question: What's the most disgusting honey you've ever tried? And just gone when you say it's subjective, what's, what's one? Because I've got one here. It's durian flower honey, which I know you've tried before, <laughs> and you said it was very unique. And I think you said. That was at the, I think, the Geelong Conference. It was. And you know I will never say I like no. it or I don't like it. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I won't say the, mo- the one I've hate, I've ha- I've, I've, yeah. I don't hate any honeys. That's no. like they're, no, my, they're okay. my children. Did I, do, I don't okay. hate any yeah, of them. Okay. Um, the one which was the most surprising. And I surprising, nearly, I like that one. I nearly brought it, but I didn't. Um, but again, I know that it's a delicacy in Italy. So when I did my training, we get trained on a honey called um, strawberry tree. Okay. Which is... Arbutus, but it is so extremely bitter. Okay, like really, like your whole face will bitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, a friend of mine, Verity, who's got um, uh, island bees, island beekeeping in Kangaroo Island. She had um, after the fires, her bees started foraging on some unusual things. Yes. So she had a harvest of um, pig face. Wow. Okay. And pig face was the most bitter honey that I've tasted in Australia. Wow. Pig face. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, it's not to my taste. Yes. For yes, me, yes, my yeah. personal taste. Okay. Um, but it was the most surprising, like um and another one I've got here as well, 
which uh, we use the word pungent. I've brought some dandelion honey. Okay. Yep. To, to see if you what you think. Okay. About from it. Australia or from overseas? No, this is from overseas. Okay. UK? Uh, Italy. Italy. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. So, there's a few that throw you. I mean, when, when we did the, the training, there's um, some that we use descriptors like pond water. Um, so, they really do pond water. taste like pond water. Pond water. Um, and even um, sunflower honey tastes like tin tomatoes. So, okay. yeah. So, there's certain characteristics that certain honeys have which surprise you. Surprise. I like that. I like, yeah. that, po- I like that positivity. <laughs> we can't say it. As you said, you can't say it's not disgusting, but it's surprising. I like that. But, <laughs> like but that. you know what? Some people love That's it. That's what I know. They it's, love yes, it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That's what I know with the Malays. They love the people from Malaysia and sort of Southeast Asia. They love... Obviously, durians, mm. which is when you use the word pungent. That's <laughs> that's an understatement. But having honey from that is pungent. But they love that too. So, yeah. Yeah. actually, it's on the top there. Shall I bring out the dandelion just for you to smell it? Okay, yeah. Okay, d- d- okay. I'll get. I'll grab my dandelion. Okay, so, that's cool. I'm looking forward to this. And now it's really cool having Jesse here with all these things. We've got these, um, all these different honeys. I think we've got about probably collectively about forty different honeys. Um, Miel Thun Tarasco, my uh, Italiano is... Uh, Miel Thun is um, one of the... Well, it's one of my favourite honey brands, international honey brands. They're amazing. Okay, okay. Now, I'm looking at the, the colour. It looks like a darkish caramel custard would be the consistency. <laughs> I'm looking at that. Um, See, you're honey, you're honey smellier already. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, wow. I just... It, it, almost, it took me back to when I was a child... In the hay shed with mm. my, uh, with barnyard. my parents. Ba- barnyard. Barnyard. Yeah. Is, yeah. Barnyard is one of the things. Animal, barnyard, but really pungent. It's... um. And now, am I trying this now? Is this going to is this gonna kill me? Or, no, because you've got apple. Oh, we've got apple. Your palate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, we're th- so, so you can... T- it's, it's not like when you taste cheeses. Um, I yes. met up with the lovely people at um, uh, Yarra Valley Dairy recently and they were talking me through <laughs> when you taste cheese, you have goat's cheese first and then cow's cheese second and with wines it's often white wines and red wines but with honey you can mix and match it's not so much of a rule your face what the <laughs> hell are you just giving me dandelion honey that's surprising jess that's it good word surprise <laughs> bloody hell um <laughs> wow yeah uh, I feel like I've okay. Uh, this is probably the descriptive words here, but I feel like I've just licked the bottom of a barn floor. It's very like the consistency, the mouth feel of it, like yeah. the creaminess, like that is there. That sweetness, but it, like it's getting me in the back of the nose. I don't the senses in the nose. Yeah, that is incredible. That's yeah. actually <laughs> surprising. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, where's where's the water it, for you? Where, where's that apple? <laughs> I, Straight in front of you, by the way. <laughs> so, so, so with the apple. So when we're so we're trying between, yeah. so just literally a bite, munch on an apple. Yep. So um, we, yeah. So um, we've done the smell for red gum. Um, I'll get a spoon. We'll do a quick taste. So um, obviously, what you do as well, you look at see how it moves. So you you look at the texture and the consistency. So some really runs, but others you get your spoon and you just smear it on the side of the glass. Okay. And one. Can I just say, I mean, again, I'm being biased, but honey is the most beautiful thing. It is, isn't it? Like, it is. look at that. It's I like know. spun glass. It's just beautiful. It is, isn't it? Is. Um, mm. So you you do that to see, if, again, if there's any bits in it, but, but we know 
Johnny's team don't have that. Yep. yep. Got that smell. So then you just get enough on your spoon just to you, – there's you don't have to grab a massive spoon. Just like just on the edge of your spoon, pop it in your mouth. This is going to be like ASMR. You know ASMR, Jess? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying not to make the sounds on the microphone. <laughs> no, we can do that. It's all fun. So if anyone's if – anyone's, um, <laughs> hearing us munching on it <laughs> but what happens when it, I, assume, I think you fall asleep or something you get tingles or something well unless we're really boring they might <laughs> so I'm going to let you put it in your okay. mouth and yes. okay. I know you were nervous to say what you taste but think what you taste and then I'll tell you what okay what the the characteristics normally are okay so so this is the um, the red gum that I've got that I'm smashing on the so it's actually interesting that apple. I like it. I, I with having the apple as far as that palate cleanser. Yeah. Um. Now, mount here, Jess. I got half a teaspoon. Oh, you got more than I had. Oh, but okay. But okay. No, no, but that's okay. That was sound like a gentle bend. No, no. But um, we've I've got a, I've got a whole tub of this okay. honey, so you can use as much as you want. But um, yeah, like it's just okay. So red gum honey, the first. So when it's like perfume, you know how when you s- they talk about perfume, you've got the base notes and then the it sort of evolves and you've got the you know the other notes that come through. So the first flavor of red gum is normally an animal taste, like a bit sort of barnyard. Yeah, yeah. So you get, th- and that's actually true to most eucalypt honeys. Mm. So there's often um, we did an ex- in our exam, they try and throw us and they give us blends and only one of them is the true honey. Okay. Um, and they did that with us with eucalyptus, and I was the only one who passed. Oh wow! Okay. Which wasn't really fair because um, because obviously I taste a lot of different yes. eucalyptus honeys. Okay. Um, but it's uh, that umami animal yes. taste is actually often present in a lot of eucalypt honeys. Okay. So um, but then the next note. So when you write this out, so let's say you're selling red gum honey. Yep. You wouldn't say um to your customers. Uh, smells like dried mushrooms and broth cubes. Yeah. Tastes animal, barnyardy. You'd, you'd pick something else out because the next notes that come through is um, salted caramel. And yes. Yep. I was going to say like that salted butterscotch. Yeah. But Almost. there's that saltiness that comes yeah, through. Yeah, saltiness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is more like, um, you'd, you, yeah, again, you'd evolve that conversation to say um, very, you know, very earthy sort of smell, very... Um, yeah, but with a salted caramel yes, finish, yeah. it's sort of like got that nice savoury yeah, sweet exactly. combination. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't say barnyard. No, barnyard. <laughs> okay. So, so you use that terminology, you know, sort of more in-house would be. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things I've got here, and again, when I did my training with Marina, she in the book that she published, um, this is there's a lot of different yes, sort yeah. of flavour wheels. This is a really good place to start. So. Um, a lot of the base flavors for honey are animal, vegetal, fresh, warm, fruit, floral, spoiled, or chemical. Like a lot of them come out again, really similar to wine and yeah, other okay. things. Like you'll have a lot of lot of these, and then you'll you'll move out. Um, so yeah, so you you'd start there. I mean, like here's an example of some of my notes. Like I do honey tasting for different apiaries and stuff. If they don't want to do their own, um, and I'll spend a couple of weeks with a honey, and I'll I'll. I'll taste it. I'll come back to come it. Come back, okay. Because depending on if what you've eaten, if you brush your teeth, yeah. how you're feeling, and again that 
that flavour thing, often sometimes I pick up different things when I come back to a honey or I don't see the things that I okay. first thought were there. Fasc- so how fascinating. I love this. Yeah, so it's really interesting to um, get get to know your yes. honeys. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. And that, yeah. that flavour wheel that we've got there, Jess, so, yes. so so we can get that online. So what's, what's that? Yeah. That's so, a um, honey... Connoisseur. Uh, honey Connoisseur um, is a book that, um, again, my honey mentor, Marina, um, wrote. Okay. Um, you can buy it online if you want. She's she's also written the other book is Honey for Dummies, which is a lot of um, – the only problem for us in Australia is the honey examples that she shared are from the US and Italy. Okay, yeah. Um, which is why I'm trying to sort of do a similar thing for Australian honeys. Yes, okay, okay. So the next honey – Okay. We're going to go through. Yes. We're going to go to the floral profile. Okay. So we've got a scented ash here. Okay. Um, this one is from Jodie and her team at Beechworth. Now, so if, we're, if we're looking at, um, say, red gum, can that – let's say with uh, with uh, wine. Yep. And we have the – with wine sommeliers, obviously the – what's the fancy word? Terroir, if I remember terroir. right. Terroir. if I remember right. Is, uh, yes. So can that – can we say red gum from, say, Gippsland as opposed to red gum from, say, the Murray? Will flavor change? Profile? Yeah, will that change or is it pretty set in as far as those? Uh, I've got – so what I do is I buy – I'm like I'm a complete honey geek. Like whenever I go away, I'll come back. Even if it's <laughs> like – even if it's like, you know, I'll go to Albury and I'll go to Harris Farm Markets yes. and just make – pardon the pun, a beeline <laughs> for their okay. honey section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, and I'm just always like chucking mm. different and, you know, at markets and things, I'm always chucking different things in yeah. because for exactly that reason, I want to compare a red gum yes. or an orange blossom from the different apiaries from the different areas. Okay. Yep. So red gum, so the way that we know bees make honey, uh, the core ingredients are the same. Yes. Bees go out, they'll forage for the nectar, they'll bring it back. Um, but where terroir um, plays a part in it is bees will find an opportunity to forage to whatever they feel like foraging on. Mm. So, and they'll bring that back into the hive. So um, when we do the exam, so we're tested on honeys that have gone under the microscope and it has to have um, – so that there's, there's, it's consistent for the, the, the testing. Okay. Um, so, for example – but different honeys have different um, benchmarks of what – they pass to go through for, for their exam. So an acacia, yep. they know um, the bees really like it and it's it's easy to get honey that's, um, I think it's like 80 or 90% okay. um, of, of acacia, acacia okay. um, nectar has gone into creation of that honey. And okay. then there's a mixed whatever it is. So the flavour profile will okay. still come through. Some honeys, um, it's lower, but depending on, they know where it's collected from, or, you know, because okay. when no one's ever going to no. get 100%. Correct, exactly, yeah. Um, and le- yeah, well, one, that would be weird to yeah. try and force bees to yeah, have 100%. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if they do the um, pollination, like for orange blossoms or almonds or whatever yes. it is, they're going to go, They're you know, bee, um, beekeepers love lazy gardeners. Yes. So yeah. there's going to be weeds on the ground. There's going to be exactly your friend the dandelion there. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take a photo of that. That's absolutely amazing. That was yeah. incredible, that, that dandelion honey. Um all right, so, so what have we got next? So we've got, uh, what did you say? We had the... Scented ash. So we're going ash. So okay. if we look at the uh, tasting wheel, we're going floral. Floral, okay. So I've, I've given you a heads up. So okay, floral, okay. 
again, hold it up. You look at colour. Um, and I haven't mentioned texture in all of these because all of these are in a liquid state. Okay. So um, just in the interest of sort of moving through. Okay. Um, but you mentioned with crystallised honey, you would um, look at the size of the crystals. When you put it in your mouth, you'd describe um, the feel of the crystals. Okay, is it like sharp or if they're yeah. like smooth and, and sandy? You know, okay. sometimes it's chewy. You get chewy yes, crystals. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah. Um, but like a common descriptor for crystals is cat's tongue. Like you get those little ah, fine. Okay. And then how it dissolves in your mouth. So, okay. yeah, you can completely, yeah. Like I said, it's a rabbit hole. You can yeah, go deep. Exactly, but yes, we're just yeah. doing very high level today. Yeah. Okay, so scented ash. Okay, so have I'm, a, I'm have going a sniff. for the smell. I'm going for yeah. this. So, and I haven't actually written any tasting notes for this one yet. So this is a new one for me. Oh wow! Okay. Mm, yes, floral. Yeah. It's so yeah. It's like violets. Violets. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can smell. I need those words. As soon as I'm thinking in my brain, yeah. my my senses are going. They're they're smells that I know of. Yeah. And as soon as you just said violets, bang! That was yeah, perfect. So I think smell is an interesting one. Um, so we've got, you know, um, we can smell up to um, a trillion different smells. Yeah, okay. And the part of your brain that connect, that picks up smell and scent um, is also, is it goes to your olfactory bulb in your nose okay. and that goes to your limbic system, which is also the part of your brain that's responsible for memory, emotion. And ah, yeah, okay. so when you, you know, when you walk past someone, they've got a fragrance of a, someone that used to date or yes yes a certain perfume like you can you like you remember it and it brings up those emotions or something that your grandma used to bake and then you smell it it's like oh it just reminds me of that person um so that's why when you do your descriptors um this wheel is just as a base okay but really like it's all personal so there was um one of the descriptors i used when i did my training was um uh it reminded me of uh, do you remember when you were a kid, you'd go to the school fates and you'd get those toffees with the like hundreds and thousands yes, on them? Yes, and yes, And yep. one of the mums would always put too much vinegar in one. Yes. Yeah, and that almost like, it's like that fate toffee yes. and the paper would stick to the outside yes, and wouldn't come yep. off. Um, what, what were they called? Um, I don't know, like... Uh, they had a name. It eludes me, but maybe if someone remembers, they can text it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so because some of them obviously get that vinegary... S- taste coming through yeah. or it's um and obviously over there that was that was something that was personal to me and when you're when you're tested you do blind tasting so you've got to pick up these honeys and try and use your memory and your yeah, your okay. learning so so it's best to find things that it, that you will remember for for that honey because yes. that's how you're going to pick it up how you're going to pick it up okay yeah. i like that yeah. okay so um scented ash yeah it reminds me of if you lived in you went to the uk but did you ever eat a candy called palm of violets Oh, that's um, isn't that a fa- isn't that a famous shop in London? Didn't uh, they have a famous? Is there a sure. one that's where it all, it all um began? Yeah, began. Yeah, I'm not sure, but the smell reminds me of of, of that. But is that yes, violet smell? That, yeah, violet. Yes, yeah. So we'll have a quick taste of this one. Um, again, I haven't actually written. I haven't done tasting notes for this one yet. It's a it's one of my new ones. So um, but I just thought for three different eucalypts, it was an interesting one. So. Grab your spoon. Now, I just noticed, Jess, so you, you've only put a small amount, probably maybe a... A quarter. A quarter of a teaspoon. Okay. Is, is, there, is it wrong that sort of go in for the big, no. the big dig? And the well, and Ben, you're bigger than me, first <laughs> <Okay>. of all. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so dig away. Dig away, okay. And because I haven't written tasting notes on here, I'll give you the wheel and you can tell me what oh, you okay. can taste. Okay, okay. So there's no, again, there's no right or wrong. But you'll find the flavour changes in your mouth. <laughs> no, I think part of the chewing, chewing. Um, Jess is not trying to chew, but I think it's like that. It reminds me of ASMR. I look at a lot of people buy uh, honeycomb, especially young, younger, younger children. They buy it just for that. It's massive. Really? Oh, this this honeycomb ASMR. It is. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Get like ten to fourteen year olds buying it. So um, they got more money than we had when oh, we were exactly, know, exactly. At least they buy honeycomb and not <laughs> like cigarettes, like we probably did. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a, um, oh, it's um, I um, I sort of got a, a brown sugar. Is yeah. what I got? Yeah. Yeah, or like even a burnt sugar. A burnt sugar, yeah. yeah, so yeah I got yeah. a brown, a brown, Ra- yeah. Yeah, yeah, almost like that top of the creme brulee. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, where that's, they get that's the, yeah. That's exactly what I got and I just, that, yeah, that was very distinct. That was probably on the on the top there. I'm yeah. trying to sort of think um, the secondary one. What would you say, Jess, as oh, far I've as? I've already gone to the apple. <laughs> oh, you got okay, you're, okay. <laughs> Um, I should I should have spent more time. But the other thing about that you'll notice, um, obviously we know that honey is made of different types of sugars. So glucose is one of them, the types of sugars yes. in a in a honey. Um, the higher the glucose content, the more you get that weird feeling at the back of your mouth, that persistence. That ah, um, okay. because of you look at your tongue and obviously there's you pick up sweet. Yes. Yep. Yep. But there's and again I'll mention it again the. Um, uh, Italian acacia honey it has a really high glucose um, uh, content. Okay. So when you when you taste it, like it does have that. Ah, uh, it just your tongue feels a bit weird after it because it's because it's it's just so sweet. Yes. Like yeah, it's got such a hot, a hit of sugar. Because the glucose is technically more sweeter than fructose, isn't it? Yeah. Like is that how our bodies? Yeah. yeah. As you said, yeah. Okay. Now again, moving along because this one I have to I have to confess this is one of my favorites. Okay. So I love um, alpine ash, and the reason I love alpine ash is um, it's just got really beautiful, obvious, warm flavor profiles, but also throws people, and it smells <laughs> so, so it's, it can smell quite chemically as well. Okay, yep. So alpine, so the look is a lot darker. It's more of a, that, that rich mahogany. Yeah, so really, sort of, yeah. So the other two was like a sort of medium light amber, yep. sort of color. So. Okay, so smell that. So it'd be alpine ash. I get tire tires. Tire, you got tired, yeah. Yeah, it's like a tire chemically. The smell it really hits you. Yeah, wow, that's incredible. Tires almost um. Yeah. You got a bit of that petrochemical. Oh, oh, well, I'm thinking like a. a been to like a, um, a raceway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, that yeah, yeah. sort of that, that yep. mixture of tyres, that yep. sort of, not when you use the word petroleum necessarily. There's almost but like a smokiness in there as well. Yeah. 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 Like, um, yeah, like Heathcote Raceway or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite yeah. a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in, in a, when, I, when we say that, it's in a, in a real pleasant way. Like it's... 
that's what I like. Yeah, but if you were selling Alpine Ash, you couldn't. Say, uh, yeah. yeah. So again, a lot of people say there's 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 three steps to um talking in about honey. So um um and to doing honey assessment. So one is you don't think about like don't like what people are going to think. You do your very mm. raw f- assessment okay. with you. Go through the wheel. Use that limbic part of your brain. Yep. Doesn't matter if it's tires. Mm. That's okay. Um, write that down and and sort of capture that. Yep. Uh, the next part is where you think about how you're going to use this learnings. And so it'll be like if it's for um, on a jar for a beekeeper, you're going to write tasting notes, or if you're going to for whatever you're going to sell it to someone, yeah, whether yeah. it be okay. A, yep. Then you'd say you'd pick out some of the other things. Or um, I was talking to Anna. Um, from uh, Australian yes, beekeeping yes. magazine, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so she was talking about um, one of the things that she picks up with her honeys is um, dried leaves. Yeah, okay. But how she describes it is like forest floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Dry, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so she knows it's dried leaves, but she'll describe it to someone as more of that forest yes, floor. Yes, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's how you talk to someone about it. Okay. And then the third step is what you do with it. So, um, again, the tasting notes I do for Verity over at Kangaroo Island, um, I talk about a, a cheese that it would go well with or um, one of my favourite things to do with um, pizza, pati- I mean with honey, particularly if it's infused with chilli, is put it on pizza, pepperoni pizza. It's so good. Honey on pepperoni pizza? I don't know why more people don't do it. Okay. So, But, again, it's like I think we spoke about before. People yes. don't sit down to a jar of honey at the end of a long day. Um, but they will sit down to a glass, uh, a bottle of wine. Yeah. So to get more people to buy more honey, it's like put honey into more parts of your day-to-day life. Like obviously on cheese platters, mm. honey and cheese are best friends. Yes, yep. Easy. Put it on your pizza. It's so don't, yeah. it's okay. more, th- more than just porridge or crumpets yeah, okay. or, yeah. So back to the Alpine ash. Yes, sir. Okay, smells like tyres. Yes. Yum. Um, smears really beautifully. Again, it's just... It's really almost like, like velvety almost, isn't it? That yeah, it's just lovely. So, and this is the last one we're doing as a tasting today, so I'll pass it. You will okay. taste it at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I love that colour. It's got that, that red mm. hues to it. Wow. Mm. You won't forget that one in a hurry, will you? <laughs> I'm gonna um, s- I'm gonna say it, and you're gonna taste it straight away. Black coffee. Yes. Bang. Yep. Black coffee. Boom. That's exactly. And mm. the persistence, you get more of that espresso coming through. That beautiful, dark, rich. The, the initially, the initial hit is a little bit medicinal, like be like, oh, yeah, like you don't know what's going on because it's a bit unexpected, and there's yes. a smokiness. But then it goes straight into that really rich, strong black coffee. With a tiny, a uh, gentle, fragrant twang. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a twang, like a, not, I, w- I wouldn't use the word astringent. Yeah. But it's got that little twang to it, like a, yeah. 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 So we've tasted three eucalyptus honeys today and yeah. how different are all three of them? Oh, exactly. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm going to put in the show notes um, that anyone wanting their honeys professionally tasted to, <laughs> to get in touch. 
with yeah. uh, with Jess and um, I have yeah. to, I have to admit I've been a bit slack um, to date. I've been like working out what I'm doing with Honey Merchant, but it's only so anyone who has requested it historically and I haven't got around to them. Apologies, but yes. now I've got it all but sorted out. Awesome. Um, I've awesome. got it. Yeah, it's um yeah it's uh like I said I've got it. I've, I'm now doing um an online course for anyone who wants to be able to do it themselves. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, awesome. All right. Yeah. So, so I'll put in the website. So yeah. get in touch with. Uh, and what's the best way? Is email the best, the best way? Uh, email. Um, you can contact me through um, honeymerchant.com.au. I've got okay. email there, but also um, DM me on Instagram on honeymerchant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, and if anyone wants to 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 go through this and understand how to do it for free, I've I've launched a free. Honey introductory to honey tasting. Anyone can have a look at it because I think more and more people. I want more and more people to stop and pick up the black coffee and pick up yeah, the palm exactly. violets, pick up that dried mushroom. Like exactly, yeah, yeah. More than just oh, it's sweet. It just yeah, exactly. Yeah. More sweet. Now, now before we finish up, I've got a friend of mine, Tristan. His brother is a beekeeper in the Gold Coast, and he, and we've got one little one. I want you to try this one. It, well, you know, I grew up on the Gold Coast. Yeah, okay, okay, there we go. <laughs> I did a taste it with the Gold Coast amateur beekeepers last year. So okay, there we go. I don't know whether I'll know this one. <laughs> yeah. And I'll get some apple first. Um, so, so this one, so Tristan, he's, um, he gave me something that's very different, very unique, and there's one very distinct flavour mm-hmm. that just goes boom that I, it says to me um, that I think, it, and it's very interesting, very, very, uh, and I'm going to ask just, just having some apple. It's, I love the apple idea too. It's really because that between the between the each honey, it's as that palate cleanser. Yeah, it's that really just like uh, cleans your whole yeah, mouth. Yeah, just cleans the whole mouth. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. In um, I've never before um been honey drunk until I went to Italy and did my training like this year. Honey drunk. Honey drunk. I was like, and I don't know whether it's just the sugar. Whatever it is, but we tasted that many honeys. Like, obviously, it's a long day. Yes, yeah. And you've got little jars. You're constantly sniffing honey, yes. sniffing your arm. Yes, yes. You know, yes. tasting honey, eating apple. Um, the next morning I woke up and the, it's the closest thing I can describe. I had to have a couple of Advils. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I had to drink water. <laughs> I was like, I didn't – like, I didn't go out for, like, dinner or anything. <laughs> like, I literally just was so exhausted. I think I had something at the hotel and just went to bed. Okay. And I woke up feeling hungover. Really? Just yeah. <laughs> so when you when you have a lot of honeys back to back to back to yeah, back, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, apple is, is yeah, yeah, because because like I mentioned, you'll be switching from a delicate honey to a, you know, and over there we um get tested on honeydew, which is obviously yes. not from nectar at all. That's, that's a maltose, isn't it? Is that, is um, it maltose? it's from um uh ex- ex- excrement from aphids. Aphids, yeah. And I brought some honeydew today for you okay. as well, yeah. Yes, so. yeah. But this oh it smells. Oh my god! It smells like um glue. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? This, are you sure this no, is honey? 100%, no, no, it's one hundred percent honey. It's um so and Ooh. this is this is uh, I've gotten Tristan's brother's name. He did he did tell me, but he got he sent this honey to him, and it's very from the Gold Coast. I'm not sure where for um exactly where from Gold Coast, but it's definitely from the Gold Coast. I love the crystals. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really beautiful crystal. This is the crystal, crystals like this are really good to um for pairings. Ah, oh, okay. Because you put on a nice Comte cheese or like, which yeah, is really Comte, nutty. Yeah, okay, yes. Um, and it's good because it's that, you still get a little bit of that 
again, that cat's tongue from yeah, the honey okay. while you're getting the sweetness. It's beautiful. I tell you, I'm getting so hungry talking about <laughs> comfy <laughs> cheese and pepperoni pizza. I know. We need to do a follow-up one for pairing. How do, how do oh, yeah, to pair awesome. honey, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And you just have to bring your – wear a tracksuit bottom so you can, <laughs> like, you know, because <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll eat a lot of cheese. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try some at the same time. It's um, – Tastes like apple. Tropical fruit. Mm. It's fruity. As you said, the crystal's like sandy. Mm. As far as the, the texture. They're not yeah. quite cat's tongue, but it's because they dissolve really Yes, yes. Okay. It tastes like pineapple. Yeah. It's like a pineapple. Pine- one, I get jasmine. What is it? I get jasmine. No, I won't double dip. <laughs> Just clean my spoon. Again, we're sharing. <laughs> we're sharing here. <laughs> sharing isn't always caring. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I can smell like citrus, tropical, but the flavour, I can't pick it. I'm getting jasmine. That was the first thing that sort of, uh, that I sort of get, is that that really, um, now now Jess has gone into into the the mode. I love this. I can see her thinking. It's awesome. Still get that pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. Yes, yeah. But it's um, I don't know, jasmine. I think maybe yeah. There is a bit of floral there. The floral, yes. Some sort of like it's like a floral pineapple taste. Well, that's a question. What about the flavors that men and women taste? Is there much difference there? Well, this is why when you um do again, what I'd love to do. So we've got the free honey tasting. I'm. Trying to, I've I've got a course. The first one's nearly sold out, but okay. I'm doing a second one. Okay. Um, in the next month. Awesome. Um, for people who want to do the intermediate tasting, and then people, we're going to go deep on. I'm going to okay. launch a honey club for people who want to do this all the that, time with me, awesome. because, for exactly that reason, men, women, you know, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Everybody will taste things differently. Yeah. Okay. So, um. When you, I want to start writing flavor profiles for our awesome Australian honeys, um, but I need a panel. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want yeah. more people to do this with me. And so, so for example, if you and I sat there with, you know, another few people, and we'd, what we'd do, we'd all, and this is what they do in Italy um, the panels all go and they'll take a honey, all the same honey, and they'll go through, you can see my tasting notes here, they'll do yes. this write down everything that they can taste and then they'll all come back and they'll compare their notes. Ah, okay. And what you'll see is you'll see of um, eight people, uh, you know, they'll all be different yes. because, again, it's that limbic part of your brain because it's your your own personal senses. Okay. Uh, but then um, four or five of them might go pineapple and mm. then um, another three have gone jasmine but then, they've, but then one person's gone cocoa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, mate, okay. Mr. Coco, yeah. out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Stop smoking cigarettes, yeah. mate. <laughs> Clearly it's not. There's no cocoa, cocoa yes, in there because yeah. there's only one of you. But if three or three of you have picked jasmine or five of you have picked pine- pineapple, then it's like, okay, this is something we need to sort of start going deeper on. Yes. Um, and then, again, you'd pick – let's say you're doing red gum. You wouldn't just pick one red gum. You'd have red gum from different parts of the country or from yeah, different – again, okay. similar thing to try and recognise, well – no matter where we had a red gum, yes. no matter who tasted it, everyone picked up the dried mushroom. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we will say that... Lock it in. That's, yeah. Dried mushroom it, is it, a is red gum characteristic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's what I'd love to do. Awesome. The dream. <laughs> absolutely love it, Jess. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for coming into the My studio. My pleasure. That was absolutely really, really cool in your time. So uh, as I mentioned before, I'm going to put in the show notes um, your website and Insta Facebook handles. Yeah. And um, yeah, to de- definitely get in touch because that was really cool. And I learned heaps. And Absolutely. if anyone, it's, the window is still open. If anyone okay. does want to catch my um, August uh, intermediate honey tasting and the free in- introductory honey tasting is online and I'll put those, okay. awesome. give you the notes for that one as well. Awesome, because we, we recorded it on the 10th of July. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll go, this is going to go up this week. So yeah. I'm going to put this on online this week. Jess. Perfect. Absolute amazing. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you Being for a, having me. Oh, no, no, thank you for coming <laughs> in. That was absolutely incredible. So awesome. And uh, thank you all the listeners. And uh, don't forget until uh, next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other and take care of those bees. Bye for now.